Hello, everyone, and welcome to this latest episode of the podcast. This week, I am coming to you from a small apartment here in the Czech Republic, where I am attending and participating in the Prague Quadrennial. On this episode, I got an opportunity to catch up with Ms. Roma Patel. Ms. Patel is a sonographer and digital artist that designs interactive and site-specific performance, theater, and digital installations in the UK and Europe. Her work focuses on the point of intersection between sonography and interactive technologies. Her current work merges electronic and wearable technology and sonography for theater early years and is influenced by her work with the Irish site-specific theater company Cora Cadorca, large-scale, immersive, and site-specific theater performance in old buildings, streets, and ponds, and the growing accessibility of tangible and wearable technologies. She was also one of the main artists and researchers that developed Riot's 1831, Nottingham Castle Augmented Reality Experience. The project made a case for storytelling as a vital ingredient for sustained museum visitor engagement in AR experiences. Roma is also founder of Digital Set Design, a UK-based creative practice. Digital Set Design was set up in 2000 where they specialize in designing scenography for theaters, site-specific performance, and interactive installations. Projects usually involve collaborating with a variety of theater makers, artists, sound designers, performers, and creative technologists. Technologies we use are affordable and offer a variety of hardware solutions and versatility for small and medium-scale performance and installation. Interactive mixed reality performances offer audiences new ways of experiencing narrative and stories, especially young children. Integrating digital technologies in a theater environment is challenging, but with increasing the real reliability and development of the Internet of Things, AR, sensors, tangible interfaces, wearables, open source, and digital DIY technologies, there is potential for making richer sensory experiences. It was great to listen to her presentation at the PQ Flash Talks, and I'm really grateful for the opportunity to speak with her just after she gave her talk. Be sure to check her work out. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Ms. Roma Patel. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the podcast. Uh, I am here standing in front of the PQ Talks uh, uh, PQ Talks section, uh, and I'm here with one of the speakers, which I just uh, listened to. Uh, could you please introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Roma Patel. I'm a um, stage designer, and I create sort of interactive theater for children. Okay, and you are from the UK. I um, yep, I am from the UK. But if you're thinking about my my accent, um, I grew up in Trinidad and Tobago for 25 years, and I've been in the UK for just as much. <laughs> Excellent. So we're so for those of you who are listening in Trinidad, I found a Trinidadian <laughs> in the Czech Republic who lives in the UK. But um, one of the things was uh, you gave this excellent presentation about interactive uh, technology, um, and it was and. What you used was uh, children and storytelling. Could yeah. you tell uh, me a little bit more about that and just kind of like the gist of, of what, the, what your talk was about? Yeah, so my talk was to kind of uh, introduce the idea of interactive technology so that it was, it's really tangible technology so that you can touch things and they will react to you. Um, so we, I create things like tickle sensors and other sensors using kind of open source hardware and software. So they're kind of like microprocessors which are like tiny computers that can be inbuilt into sets and props. Now, 
the beauty of it is that if you attach a sensor to it, then the sensor does different things. So you could have something that like a bend sensor, and as you bend your pop, then it will trigger something light, sound, vibration, whatever you like in that sense. So my interest is to create um, installations and performance spaces where we can have those kinds of interactions. So in some way, the stage manager is not doing it. It's happening live, okay. real time. And so nothing happens unless you do something. Okay, so some of the, the examples that you showed in, uh, in, your, in your presentation were things that, let, let me just say, were so you had like a tree, an interactive yeah. tree that looked like the, the children talked into. Yes. Um, or uh, what looked like uh, lily pads. Yes. Things like that. The, what, what, so one was more about the voice and the other one is about uh, touching with the feet. Oh Yeah, like full body interaction. Okay. So I was interested in different ways we can interact, how children interact in the space. Okay. So it, in some ways the children were the performers. Okay. And they perform with the technology and the technology became almost like a, an actor. So you talk into the tree and depending on your level, your voice pitch, mm -hmm. the lights will light up higher or lower. Okay. So therefore when you, so you, what you begin to do then is you're playing. If I whisper, then I wouldn't get such, the light wouldn't move up. So I'm looking at how you can then play, how technology become a really playful interaction and you're communicating with it. And for the lily pads, it's about jumping and it's also about um, connection. How can I cope? incorporate something like that by uh, um, a parent could jump on one and it was using polyphonic sound so it means that if I had if there were eight lily pads so if there were eight people or even two people once they jumped on it they heard the sound from the lily pad so they can keep playing and jumping and there are four sensors so if you had if you hit it you'll get bump 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 or if you hit it you'll get bump and we had different, uh, maybe four sounds per each lily pads. Okay. Um, you can have 16 all together in the board, but we only used eight. What was one, what were some of the like un unintended or unexpected uh, uh, results that you, you got out of it? Yeah, so um, I think during the, uh, my PhD, we kind of looked at how children interact. And then we, the, the, one of the most important things we, we felt was that, um, that uh, making things almost obvious to children because children obviously uh, very little ones can't read right. <laughs> uh, yeah so you almost make something which we use a lot of felt and materials that you may want to go and touch it okay so it's the affordance of touch so you're, we were you're looking at that so you're appealing to the curiosity yes indeed okay um now, you, the, the, the children that you said that you uh, uh, drew from yeah. when you first, when you, as you were doing Isn't your re research, yeah. um, were either highly, curio highly curious, um, highly active, things like that. Well, no, actually. What we have is I did a sort of promenade performance with this kind of technology. And what we found is that some children were ready to go in. Mm -hmm. And it didn't matter what their age was, because we were looking at from 14 months to about 48 months. And some children would stay with their parents and they weren't, they were a bit hesitant because at that age, there are some children who have come to theatre and others who have never entered theatre. Mm -hmm. They've come into this space with, uh, you know, lights and atmospheric. And so, but we found that eventually after half an hour uh, they then relaxed and played so different children had different interactions so okay so this was this was a question that uh, we were kind of having at our at our little table yeah and someone asked well 
How would how does this have you done research with children on the autistic scale? Right. Well, what's interesting is that um, for I haven't done research with children on autistic scale, but the Enchanted Forest, uh -huh. we get groups of children from the autistic spectrum coming. Okay. Yeah. So so the a school will book the space out and and be able to and, use and that. And what have they? Uh, what feedback have you uh, gotten from them? We've got very positive feedback. Okay. There's a, a one point. There's a little boy who no one have heard him speak spoke at the performance uh, connected to the kind of visceral sound mm -hmm. of it because we if you talked in the tree not only the lights but your voice echo uh -huh. around you and that and so there's surround sound in the room and i should uh, also um, explain to the viewers the rooms are about 10 meters by seven meters and about three four meters high okay. um, it's a completely white room um, and it's egg shape so okay. oh yeah so, so you're looking at not a square box Okay. You're looking at a curved fox, so that will then affect the sounds as well on how that is. So, yeah, so we've got very positive feedback from the children on the autistic spectrum. If uh, nowadays when you, when you see uh, theaters or movies or someplace where uh, uh, people tend to congregate, they're now creating shows for audiences that have special needs, yeah. for example. What do you think... Do you think your, the research that you're creating and the, the information that you're getting, uh, do you think that could be applicable to the future of, of children's participation in, in, the, in performance? Yes, I think so. I think um, what, ha what is interesting about interactive technology compared to this kind of sensory rooms that sit into, um, sit in many other, in many um, normal, um, in special schools, is the fact that everything is usually on. Here, you, you interact on your own terms. Mm -hmm. And that means that everything is kind of off except for a, a soundscape uh, to create a kind of atmosphere and the lights that don't change. Um, and then you begin to change the thing, the effect. So before you becoming, you're doing it on your own terms. And with children on the autistic spectrum, I am not an expert on this, but with children on the autistic spectrum, uh, there are, it's not just one child fits all. Right. So what you're looking at is possibly allowing a child to experience it on their terms. And I think that's the strength of, the, of having sensors in there. All right. So um, what, what's, what's next for you? You're, I know you're leaving yeah. here and, and, and heading back to the UK. Yeah. Are, you, are you going into another project or is it an expansion of the project you're already doing? Yeah, so the Enchanted Forest comes out in um, the first week of November and we are currently designing a new show from, um, which is Mariana Trench. So this is the deepest part of the ocean. Mm -hmm. So what we do is that we're working with children in August, um, uh, July, sorry, at the end of the school year, talking to them about what they feel will be under the a chance, getting inspiration from them about what kind of interaction they'd like, mm -hmm. and then we develop the work that will be in um, at the Theatre Hollabaloo in November 2019. And I'm all, I've also only just recently started my company, Makers of Imaginary Worlds, so I will also be developing work outside of those commissions as well. So we, my company, we create our own work from scratch and begin and, and build it, but we also um, uh, get commissions to design work from other com for other companies as well. If, uh, if people want to learn more about your work, uh, contact you, offer you large sums of money to, uh, <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> to, to continue this, this, yeah. this amazing work. Uh, how do they? Uh, how do they yeah, reach so so currently company? my my company doesn't have a, a, a email um, a, a website, but you can use my current website, which is digitalsetdesign.com. 
Okay. Digitalsetdesign.com. Okay. Yeah, and um, that will give you a portfolio of my work for the last 15 years and, um, and uh, some of the work that I've just spoken to you about. Excellent. Well, I appreciate uh, getting to not only learn a little bit more about uh, something I, I, I know nothing about in terms of how technology is used and the application that you've used, yeah. but also such a worthwhile project that uh, is going to probably provide some children who uh, need an outlet to be creative and not to be afraid to be creative, yeah. um, whether they can do it verbally or some other way. So again, thank you, okay. Ms. Patel. You're welcome. <laughs> and uh, safe Excellent. journeys. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks a lot. Hey, everyone. Thank you for joining us on this latest episode of the podcast. Remember, this podcast is listener-supported, so wherever you get it, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. This podcast can be found on such platforms as iTunes Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and Stitcher. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, we can be reached at archivett24 at yahoo.com. Again, that's A-R-C-H-I-V-E-T-T-24 at yahoo.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Archiving Technical Theater History. We appreciate you listening. Talk to you soon.